The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. You are now listening to the Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. What is going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Philly Pod right here on the LibertyLine.com. I'm your host today, Victor Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at the Philly Pod. Do the same on Instagram and TikTok and all the fun stuff uh, that all my content is on. Be sure to follow the Liberty Line on Twitter as well at Liberty Line. PHL and be sure to go follow them uh, on Instagram as well. Joined as always by my co-host. You can find him on Twitter at Stephen Conrad Jr. and on TikTok, making a lot of noise now. I don't even know your handle over there, but be sure to go follow him on Twitter. Stephen Conrad Jr. Damn. And on Instagram uh, at real Stephen Conrad Jr. He is Stephen Conrad Jr. What's going on, man? A lot of stuff has been happening in the league that kind of affects the Eagles. How are you feeling about everything? Actually, how do you feel as a person? Well, we'll start there. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm fine, man. Not too high, not too low. Just like this kind of this Eagles offseason is, right? All that news came out yesterday. We're going to dive into it, which we thought the Eagles were going to be a part of. For some reason, I don't know if it's just the passionate fan base that we have here in Philadelphia or what it is, but everybody always assumes we have to be the headline all the time and that wasn't the case yesterday, but sometimes it's a good thing, you know? Yeah, well, you saw Batman twice, so you got to be feeling pretty good about yourself. <laughs> yeah, you guys, go see that movie. I want to see it a third time. If anybody wants to go, just hit me up, man. I'm willing to see it a third time. Yeah, I see it on Thursday, and then I'll give my uh, my opinions on the fake superhero. But we'll go. We'll Here we go. <laughs> He's not a real superhero, dude. But that's fine. The movie I hear is is pretty good. This is coming from a guy who hasn't even seen like the Dark Knight movies. So my opinion isn't worth yeah, guys, a whole lot. You guys, get on him, would you? Not, this guy not, hasn't seen a single Dark Knight. I've seen the Dark Knight. It's my favorite movie, by the way. You, for those that are best. watching the visual, I'm going to be putting up a poster of the Dark Knight right behind me on this uh, exposed brick. Oh, exposed and, and, brick. And, and for the record, that Batman movie, in my opinion, after seeing it twice now, and I got to see it more times, you can't just see something once and make a final assessment. It might rival that movie. I'm serious. Lord, Spider-Man is still the greatest superhero ever. And the movie probably blows Batman. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, you know, that's obviously biased. But yeah, but uh some news before we get into it. We got that uh we got that new sponsor, don't we? 
Don't you we? Do. Got that new, uh, that new news. Somebody decides to hand us idiots money for doing the show, which is good on them. But new sponsor is SeatGeek. I think there's a big game tomorrow. If you don't got your tickets. Oh, I know got, there's a big game yeah, tomorrow. Got, there's a big don't. event happening in the Wells it's Fargo Center. It's not even Center. a game. It's an event. It's an event. Ben Simmons is going to be in the Wells Fargo Center. <laughs> On the bench. And if you don't have tickets yet, SeatGeek is the perfect option. They're the leading mobile-focused ticket platform that enables fans to buy and sell tickets for sports concerts as well as theater events they have the largest inventory on the web provide the most bang for your buck and have gorgeous interactive maps you can use promo code the philly pod when you sign up to get twenty dollars off your first purchase your next best night ever is waiting and it could be tomorrow night just don't Mm. be a jackass because we all know that the media is just salivating at the thought of one of these jackasses going too far tomorrow night, and now it's going to be the snowball shit all over again. Philly fans are the worst, and you know how Philadelphia is. And I just know that the media cannot wait to make a headline story out of whatever happens at Wells Fargo Center tomorrow. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. I've shared that mindset with you, but I've, I'm have i kind of at the point now where I honestly don't care. Obviously, we don't yeah, condone I mean, no, throwing no, or no. saying certain things at the game. But you at know the there's same idiots time, that are just going to fucking, you know, going there as an excuse to just be an idiot. Like, yeah, but at the same time, as far as that whole media thing and what they're going to say, we know they're going to run with whatever they possibly can. Like you said, they're just chomping at the bits to just get anything from this game. And that will be the talking point of this game, regardless of what actually happens on the court. Excellent. I don't care anymore. I honestly, I'm done caring what the national media says. Go do that. Go do your thing. But honestly, and they're taking and running this whole Ben Simmons thing, by the way. They're, like They're really running with this narrative that the fans contributed towards his mental downfall which is just crazy at the end of the day we know the truth i don't care you guys can go up here and believe all the lies you hear on tv at the end of the day we had this guy ben simmons in philadelphia for four years we know the truth okay and if you don't want to hear the truth if you, if you don't value our input so be it you're spreading lies on television so congrats whatever it takes for a view can you imagine the judge or the lawyer or whatever is in the situation like ben simmons is like oh the fans treated me bad and all this and that and they're gonna be like when was this and he's like this upcoming thursday just you wait <laughs> nothing in the past He's, he's going to walk in there. We should have known that he was going to use this as yep. a reason to try and recover money. I don't know why we, we thought any different. But, you know, but yeah. So Did he not he, travel with, didn't he not travel uh, with the with the Brooklyn Nets to Charlotte or Brooklyn for the last two games? I thought I heard nah, that somewhere. He wasn't with the team, but he will be. Can here you believe this. it? He will be here for he this to, to make come sure here. that he can get that $30 million back. Make it about him. You know what would have got you that $30 million back getting on the court? That, yep. That, that would have been. But, yeah. So, yeah, if you want to be in attendance for, uh, you know, WWE Raw tomorrow night at Wells Fargo Center, that's what WWE it's going to be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One night stand, ECW 2006. That's what that shit's going to be. Right, um, yeah. So, so, be sure. It's going to be Cena in fucking Chicago. That's what <laughs> He wishes he was John Cena. Oh, man. So, yeah. So, you could go to SeatGeek, find your tickets, get $20 off your first purchase because those tickets are pricey. Save every dollar. So promo code. The Philly Pod. Appreciate you guys for doing that. Be sure to subscribe to the show if you're not already. Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, anywhere else you can find your podcast. Leave those reviews. Rate five stars. Each and every review and rating does bring the show to new eyes and ears. So be sure to do that for us. Uh, goes a long way in the growth of the show. So unless you've been, uh, you know, out of the country or sleeping under a rock or just don't pay attention to football. 
a lot of stuff happened in the league yesterday, and we knew that Aaron Rodgers was going to be the first domino to fall before everything else kind of fell into place. The Packers somehow convinced Aaron Rodgers to stay put. The initial reported deal was four years, $200 million, the biggest deal in NFL history. A-Rod comes out and says, uh, not really, uh, not quite. I didn't do all that, but I am coming back. So I guess everything else is just a moot point uh, until they figure it out. So A-Rod is going back to Green Bay for at least another season. Denver, as we know, was in the running for Aaron Rodgers. But once he was off the market, attention shifted to Russell Wilson, and they wasted no time. Denver sent quarterback Drew Locke, tight end Noah Fant, defensive end Shelby Harris, two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a fifth-round pick to Seattle in exchange for Russell Wilson and a fourth-round pick. So Russell Wilson heads to Denver. The Eagles now, now that they, how the Eagles figure into this mix is first number one. We all know that they have been at the heart of rumors for the last year or so. You know, just Jalen Hurts the answer. Carson Wentz is gone. Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, this, this, and that. So that Russell Wilson was, you know, a, a big name in the conversation as well. And it turns out that Philly did set an offer to to Seattle to try and get Russell Wilson. Hit them as well as Washington submitted offers. Russell Wilson refused to waive his no trade clause. And the Seattle was also adamant about getting Russell Wilson out of the NFC. So, you know, when the AFC team showed up, they said, good, get him out of here. We don't want to see him. <laughs> we don't want to play against him. Uh, so we, are, we will happily send him to Denver. So I guess first, I guess first question, Stephen, is number one, like how uh, do you think Denver is a good fit for Russell Wilson? You know, obviously they have J- Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler and uh, Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick and Javante Williams. They got a lot of good pieces over there. Is Denver now a contender? And how how do you feel that the Eagles were in the mix for him, but ultimately, you know, didn't acquire him? First of all, uh, just looking at the Denver Broncos alone, that's a great fit for him. They got a lot of weapons over there. And honestly, the first thing I thought of when I saw this deal is this reminds me literally this reminds me a lot like the Peyton Manning trade when Denver acquired him years ago. Get a veteran aging quarterback everybody wondered if Peyton Manning still had it and he ends up playing arguably the best football of his career for talking numbers throwing for the most touchdowns he's ever done he ended up winning a Super Bowl uh when he was older with Denver uh so obviously shell they're, of himself they're right he was a they're shell minds, of a shell of himself <laughs> which is crazy right because you would have thought they would have won when he was throwing for like 50 touchdowns but that Next. you know they, they built a good defense um but man a lot of weapons over there, a much better situation than Seattle. But the thing is, though, you look at the division he's in. Like, is this really, like, right. am I missing something here? Or, like, like a, so apparently, so Wilson had to agree to waive the no trade clause mm-hmm. to, to go to Denver. Mm-hmm. He signed up for this. He knew that Patrick Mahomes and Derek Carr and all of them are over there. He signed up for this. He wanted the gauntlet, and he likes the competition, and he is more than I welcome respect to it. it, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, why not? Go to the AFC where Mahomes and Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and all of them are instead of going staying in the NFC and, you know, dealing with the subpar quarterbacks that are here. Who do you have to worry about in the NFC? Like Dak Prescott, maybe? Like I said, is that, is that who you're – uh, going going into the season worrying about but again Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers yeah he's, that's about it but um but um but again Seattle was adamant about getting him out of the NFC so so the, the two had to agree on a destination in Denver was it how do you feel about the Eagles being in the mix as much as they voiced their support for Jalen Hurts they doubled down on him again at the combine and I know people are all upset now because they see the reports I wrote one last night 
about uh, the Eagles being in the mix for Russell Wilson. And now Eagles fans are like, see, you can't trust Howie Roseman. He's voicing your support for Hurts. And now, look, he turned his back and he tried to get Russell Wilson. And I know you have a certain thought on on that whole thing. Um, but but the initial reaction to hearing that the Eagles were in the mix and did try to acquire Russell Wilson. And obviously you have your thoughts on the fans who think that it's dumb for the – like it's not dumb at the end of the day to try and get a top five quarterback. Well, you know, as a fan, I'm not going to sit up here and tell you what to think. Obviously, Vic has differing opinions. He thinks I tell people to think what to think too you much. Do. I, you I do. present information <laughs> in a very aggressive and hostile way. That's just the way I am. But uh, for those that may be bothered by the fact that Howie attempted to trade for Russell Wilson, all I will say is like, I'm so done with I'm done with this pampering thing here in Philadelphia. We got to stop doing it. We did it with Carson. We did it with Ben Simmons. And every single time it's ended for the worse. You don't need to do it with Jalen. Jalen does not need anybody to pamper him. My God, Jalen does not need anybody. You don't give a damn. He's Who's not asking there? for it either. Nick Foles could be the quarterback for this team coming off of the Super Bowl. I, I don't care. At the, at the end of the day, Russell Wilson's a top five quarterback and he was available. You have to visit that. It's not about, you know, w- when you do that, right? When you do that, that's not saying you don't believe in Jalen Hurts. It's you visiting the chance to give your football team the best chance to win. And as a fan of this team, you can be a fan of players. Again, I'm not telling you who you can and can't like, but as a fan, you should want this team to win and be most successful. Now, you know, trading a package like the Denver Broncos just did to get Russell Wilson probably isn't, you know, in the best interest of this Eagles team yeah. just because we're lacking so much. Uh, there's some, there's a lot of holes on this team mm-hmm. that people seem to, to they, people seem to assume that the narrative going around in Philadelphia, I noticed, is that if you get a top, what, seven, top 10 QB, it makes up for all those holes. That's not true. I think if they would have done a similar trade to get Russell Wilson, they win nine or ten games again next season. So that's the question. If the Eagles were able to find a way to get Russell Wilson or or a quarterback of, of that kind of talent, do the Eagles – and on the roster as currently constructed, if they acquire an elite quarterback, does this team become a Super Bowl contender? I don't think so. I don't think they're there I think, think, so that's the I think they're, that's they're the still thing. a tier behind. They have to – there's just too many holes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the holes are glaring. Exactly. And you had a good analogy earlier when we were talking, obviously from basketball, but you said if the Miami Heat, if the Sixers made Joel Embiid available and the Miami Heat had Bam Adebayo and they, you know, inquired about uh, Joel Embiid, it doesn't mean they don't believe in their center, in their young center. It just means they have a chance to get a top player in the league and, you know, you have to try as a franchise. And the same thing applies to the Eagles. It's not, I still think they believe in Jalen Hurts. There's obviously a lot of concerns about his potential as a passer, uh, but I, I do think that they like him a lot. And if they just had a chance to get an elite quarterback, and why not take a swing if he's available? You'd be you'd be remiss not to. It'd be a slap they in the face the to the franchise to if do you it. don't. While you have the assets, correct. While you have the assets to uh, to uh, to do so. So on the Aaron Rodgers front, uh, obviously A Rod goes back there, and now the attention goes to well, what happens to Jordan Love? Where is he going to go? And now, no later than two minutes after the trade happens, I find a scenario on Twitter where people are saying the Eagles should trade number 19 overall for Jordan Love. Oh, man. For what? For what? Okay, I just, like, if you, even even the fans, because there's a lot of them, even the fans that aren't a fan of Jalen Hurts and don't think he's the answer, there's no shot in hell they would even take Jordan Love, let alone give up one of their first-round picks for him. What does Jordan Love offer that Jalen Hurts doesn't, besides inconsistent play? Because that's about, that's about the only similar know, thing you can find. Hey, uh, remember everybody said when, when Green Bay drafted him that Aaron Rodgers is going to be on his way out. What happened? 
Well, yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers don't give a damn who you draft, unlike another No, but do you remember that was, like, the mentality? They were like, oh, they're preparing for when Aaron Rodgers leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Aaron Rodgers, you know, that, that you know, you know, Aaron Rodgers didn't give a damn who they drafted. He said, still my fucking team, and I'm the MVP, so who, who fucking I don't cares? understand the slander this guy gets. I still don't. We've, we talked about this Well, a few you know the reason, ago. you know, the political reasons, obviously. Yeah, let's just keep. Never mind. I yeah, can't but aside, do this. aside from that, well, people were calling him what you got. You got upset about it in the in the postseason. They were calling him a choker. Yeah, like come you. on, man. Like, I, I just don't understand. Like this whole like. Hey, man. If yeah, you he's can't not. Be, he's if not you can't t- beat Jimmy G. I mean, you know, should be able to beat Jimmy G. Yeah, that was that's a tough loss. But everybody, like everybody's had these moments before. Like he's still like he's still one of the all time greats. He's not Tom Brady. He's not. You know, I get that. He's not probably not Peyton Manning, but like. I don't know. Like, He's like he could he could He's come back this season. Let's say Green Bay has a nice off season. They come back and win the Super Bowl. It's a completely different narrative. Well, he gets a second ring now. He only has one, right? Well, people act. Uh, Peyton Manning had one ring his whole career. He didn't win another one until he was a, like you said earlier, shell of himself. And Green Bay mm-hmm. or Green Bay, Denver had a stacked de- uh, team around him. The defense was loaded. Von Miller mm-hmm. was Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Yeah. But is you know everybody like Peyton Manning now, right? Yeah. Well, A-Rod is obviously like, you know, he he's going he's he's going to go down in history as one of the greatest quarterbacks to play this yep. game. It's just that people, you know, rings make a legacy, and if you don't have the rings, then people start to question like, well, you know, he has how, a how great was he? He does have a ring. But you know, some other quarterbacks have more than that. But yeah, but to your point about Jordan Love, he got drafted and Aaron Rodgers said, "I don't give a damn, I'm still going to do me." Unlike another quarterback that we know of that was here in Philadelphia, mm. you know, for a little bit when some news and I can't believe you're still when's is even a conversation in this town, but I wake up and the first thing I see is a report from McLean that, oh did, that that Carson Wentz apparently was jealous of his teammates when they went on that Super Bowl run. So like all the shit we were hearing while Wentz was here, he's a bad teammate, locker room cancer, all the shit that we were so quick to dismiss and say, no, nah, that's not Carson. He did this. He did this. And now, you know, week by week, shit comes out. And uh, yeah, so maybe Carson wasn't. Now there. he deserves the slander because you're yeah. hearing stuff, and, and like again, and he lost back to the to, Jags well, in a winning no, 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 in, in a winning in regular we're season talking, game. Right, we're talking like personality and character here, and that's why people try to say Rodgers is some selfish, like bad teammate. I think he's but, just like, misunderstood, to be honest. I, and think I have he's no misunderstood, and I have no horse in the like in the vaccine race. Like, yeah, no, like, no like, I'm like, not we're, even. We're both vaccinated. Like we're both obviously we're both vaccinated, but like we don't give I'm a damn. Boosted. If yeah, boosted, yeah. So like, and us as individuals, I don't, like, I don't give feel a shit. comfortable sharing that though because of the slander that yeah, comes with yeah, it. I'm we not don't give here a to damn. talk politics. But listen, but the thing is, is that we don't care who's vaccinated. I don't care if you are. I don't care if you you don't. Like it's your own thing. It's not my place in life to tell you what to do with your body and your beliefs and this and that. So for the people, and I get that Aaron Rodgers probably fabricated the fact that he was vaccinated or vaccinated mm. or immunized, whatever the term he used. I get it. He lied. He probably shouldn't have lied. That, that was wrong to do. Don't but, use like, that to judge him on the football Yeah, that's field. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, and he's a great football player. And we don't know him as a person. Like, none of us sitting here on doing podcasts and on Twitter, like, none of right. us know who he is as a person, except maybe Pat McAfee. <laughs> so... So yeah. that's that's the only guy that can probably attest to who Aaron Rodgers is. He shows up on as that a show every single week. And if he's anything, fine. people and he's know fine. it. People like, yeah. act like, like come politicians. On, man. Like you got important people saying it's a lot of shit about Aaron Rodgers, and I just think he's an incredible football player who probably shouldn't have lied about the vaccine. But I don't give a shit if you're vaxxed or not. I really don't. Right. I got it because I wanted to protect the people around me. If you don't, and mm-hmm. you 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 know that's fine. I don't give a damn. So that's why but well, that's, this but, ties back into the Carson thing. So like 
Again, very interesting that this comes out now from the Eagles side of things, right? Jeff McClain uh, putting that out. Like, today. Why did he choose today, today is, to write this? Like, I today don't, is I don't what, Wednesday, right? March 9th. Like a like fucking a week before free agency starts. Like why now? And he goes he goes to Indianapolis, and not even you know a year after he's there, he plays a season. We know what happened. You know, you're hearing that the organization doesn't believe in him believe in him anymore, hey, hey, and it's for hey, all the should, reasons. Twenty seven and seven wasn't a bad year. He just fucking folded in like the last three weeks. So yeah, I but feel what- like for the listeners, you know, the loyals here, like. And a lot of people, you know, gave us a lot of slack for defending Carson until the end oh, here in Philadelphia. I got more and than again, that. I will apologize. I, I was that. wrong about this guy. I was criminally wrong about him. But can you, for those that didn't like him, and I know, like, people care so much about being right so much that, you know, they're like, oh, I always knew Carson was a terrible teammate. I'm not surprised he's doing those things. Like, you can't tell me, like, this situation has gone <laughs> so far left. You can't tell me you saw this happening, right? That yeah. he just goes to a new situation and not even a year later, they're like, oh my gosh, this guy's a terrible leader. We need some, you know, somebody else here. Like, you yeah. can't tell me that was your mindset. Yeah, and if you are, you're lying. Yeah, and you're right. People do give more about, people care more about being right than the success of the team, which I'm not one of those people. I've been on Twitter countless times talking about how wrong I've been about T. Higgins and all the wrong takes I've had. And I expose myself more often than not because it's funny to laugh at. But you know how Twitter is. They come and they like, oh, can't try yeah it you know it becomes it becomes a whole thing so back yep. back to back to the quarterbacks here Aaron Rodgers off the market uh, Russell Wilson off the market which leaves uh, one polarizing quarterback left that the Eagles have been doing mm. research on for 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 quite a bit the of time the least likely now. the least likely well not the least likely but well then, so 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 that's the thing why you know, now that these dominoes fell, and for the record, I did not think that we were going to get that two different questions answered within the span. It was like the span of 15 minutes, Rodgers yeah. and Wilson. All of a sudden, we know which team they're going to be on. We were on season. FaceTime, remember? And I looked at you like, dude, like I had to make sure the account wasn't fake and I had to make sure like I read the shit correctly. And I was like, dude, Russell Wilson's really going to Denver. Like, I, I, but we knew, like I said, Rodgers was the first fucking domino. Yep. So, yeah. So now. One elite elite guy remains in Deshaun Watson and the 22 allegations mm. and the longstanding trial and Howie Roseman doing deep, deep research to figure out what is going on with him. Like, where do the Eagles go from here? Do you, do you, do you wait this Watson thing out? Or do you, like you said, like, like you've been telling everybody that the plan is, is that you ride out with Jalen Hurts for another season. You hope that he progresses as a, as a thrower, as a passer, as a, as a quarterback as a leader, which he already is phenomenal leader. If you do, do you hope that he progresses and then you have an eye on the 2023 draft when CJ Stroud and Bryce Young and those guys are involved, or do you pray to God that this trial ends with Deshaun Watson getting acquitted or, you know, charges get dropped or whatever happens. And then they go ahead and go get him. Well, he's the only elite option left. If the Eagles are so like, if Howie is so obsessed with having an elite quarterback, he's, he's the one guy left. So the reason why, uh, and it's I have to be careful what I say. The reason why I know, that's uh, why I was like uh, Deshaun I gotta, Watson. I'm towing the line here of what I can say, but I'm judging him as a football player. Okay, what he has done off the field Make is clear. completely unacceptable. Make we don't condone clear. it. We are not condoning but, his actions off the field, on the record. Um, <laughs> of the quarterbacks that were available, you know. Let's just pretend. Let's just pretend Howie has the opportunity to to pencil in one of these guys, whether it was Rodgers, Wilson, or Deshaun Watson. Throw, you know, put all of this, 
off the field stuff to the side, I promise you, I bet, I bet you, he would have picked Deshaun Watson because he is the youngest of all these guys. He's 25, I believe. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I mean, I, I'm not going to put a ceiling on him as a football player. He's a very talented young football player. You know, if I mean, he's quite honestly, I don't, I don't know what the player comp is for him, but he's kind of everything we envision yeah, Carson Wentz know. to be, right? He's, uh, he's, uh, he's better than that. He's better. He's, he's, I don't know. You can take elite. You can take elite talents from multiple quarterbacks and put it together and like Deshaun's that guy like he's an incredible passer great under duress he's mobile he's a great decision maker I don't know about his leadership uh but <laughs> you know I don't mm. know about the intangibles but man if they uh this it's just that off the field shit is very very hairy and even and I've said this on multiple pods to this point but even if he gets acquitted or the charges get dropped or whatever happens in this trial that that stuff will follow you. It doesn't just go away. People yep. won't just forget. Like even if he comes here, it's a PR nightmare regardless of what happens in this trial. People are still going to think he did it and got away with it or what have you. And and it it's 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 a hairy situation. It's gonna be like Mike Vick when he showed up, but he actually, you know, did his time and you know right. did, and did all that. But it's gonna be similar to that. Well, and the difference is you're mortgaging like a- like yeah, almost everything to do Vic this for nothing that's yeah, the difference is, and on top of that yeah you're, you're giving you have a chance to like build this roster and fill fill some holes that you desperately needed and desperately haven't had at the position for quite some time and if you move all that for a controversial guy like deshaun watson yep what does that do for the image of the franchise does larry care about stuff i know roseman is just obsessed with having an elite quarterback but yeah just stuff that the team has to think about but aside from that if that doesn't happen then Jalen Hurts is far and away primed to be the leader in the 2022 season at the combine Sirianni and Harry Roseman both uh doubled down on Jalen Hurts being the starter they asked um you know how do you feel about Jalen right now and they said nothing has changed in the coming months nothing has changed with the way the team feels about Jalen he is still the starter there's no doubt about it and even how he was asked by a reporter at the combine saying what do you make of the Deshaun Watson rumors and he answered, we have Jalen Hurts, a guy who led this team to the playoffs in his first year as a starter. So whether that's smoke and mirrors, maybe he's putting on a front, you know, I don't I don't know. I don't know if it's smokescreen, you know, as the people say, I don't I, I don't know. But we all know how, how he is. And I know for a fact that he's been doing very, very deep research on, on Deshaun Watson dating back to last summer. And I don't think he stopped. So, you know, got to cover both ends there. So moving on to. The wide receivers, because some of them got, uh, you know, updated statuses yesterday with Aaron Rodgers staying. We all knew that Devontae Adams was not going nowhere. He got franchise tagged. He's looking for a new deal, upwards of $30 million a year. Good luck with that. Uh, hope, hope you know, you get that at some point. Chris Godwin is also franchise tagged. He is staying put. And Mike Williams re-signs with the Chargers three years, $60 million. So three guys are off the table. As far as the Eagles are concerned, you've got five, you know, kind of top guys available bears alan robinson you got obj on the rams who probably stays put you got dj chark who's recovering from a broken ankle he sustained in week four you have christian kirk uh from the cardinals juju smith schuster from pittsburgh again obviously amari cooper who is set to be released any day now and will have a long 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 line of suitors whenever he does get cut if it was up to you steven between those five guys who is the kind of guy you're zoning in on or would you rather take one of these guys in the draft Traylon burks jameson williams drake london chris alave or what have you what kind of route are you going as far as the wide receiver position is concerned the eagles they they need help at that position and i saw some report coming out that you know the eagles they keep pushing this narrative that they're confident in quez Watkins. i'm confident in quez Watkins yeah, i'm too, confident but, in him too but not as the second receiver not as wide receiver too especially 
if Jalen Hurts is your, you know, is your quarterback, like they're saying he is, then you need to give him more help. That's clear. We saw what happened last season. Now, obviously, about Quez, to say something else. I thought you were about to say Jalen Hurts can't get Quez the ball downfield. <laughs> oh, not, we're not even going to get into yeah, that. You know how the fans be, man. Can't read a defense. Can't throw the ball wait, past 40 yards. Wait, real quick. I hate changing the topic. I hate doing that because we're talking receivers. We'll get back to it. But like for all the people that said Hurts like can't throw the ball down the field and he doesn't have a strong arm, why aren't you guys completely enamored by Malik Willis? Like why isn't he a franchise quarterback? They are. Did you see the throw he did at the combine? The, f- the first thing I see on Twitter is everybody like we need to draft him. It's over. He has a better arm, and that's just it. First of all, I like who, no no no. I who wants a Liberty Malik. quarterback? Who goes to Liberty? <laughs> Who's ever who? What successful NFL players ever went to Liberty? Well, no, I just I didn't know. That's like, what I want to know. I didn't know that was the only thing that mattered at playing the quarterback position. Not experience, not reading the defense, which apparently you guys also say Jalen Hurts can't do. Like whatever, <laughs> man. Malik Willis uh, is going to Seattle anyway. They have pick number nine now. He's a Seahawk. I mean, they, I, hey, they are trying I'm to get Deshaun. Intrigued by him, I'm yeah. very intrigued by him. But his his NFL comp is literally Jalen Hurts. What you want a clone? Uh, you want a clone? You want a clone? He's a little more athletic. He's, he's a little more athletic, and I, he he does have a better arm. I'm not going to sit here and make it sound like he doesn't have a, a bigger arm than Jalen Hurts. But listen, man, listen. J- Jalen Hurts has won bigger games in college. Does he have chemistry with Devontae Smith? And in the NFL, he's won bigger Does he games. know the Eagles? What has Malik Willis done at Liberty? What division is Liberty? Is that Division Three, Division Two? What is that? Well, no, it's just like <laughs> like what are we what are we talking about here? Like like you guys say that stuff, but then you want like an experienced quarterback. Malik Willis is not even. Put, hasn't stepped foot on an NFL hey, field no. yet. I'll take small hands. Can he pick it? You want small hands? Can he pick it? Dude, eight and a half no. inches. I measured my hand last night. I, my hand is eight and a half inches. I could <laughs> I could be a fucking uh, NFL quarterback if that's what it's going to do. Smallest. You know he has the smallest hand since Mike Vick. That's that why crazy. He's had forty. Mike Vick had a cannon of an arm. Yeah, but he had a cannon. Yeah, and and Kenny Pickett had like forty two fumbles in college. Now he did play all four years. So keep that in mind. But when you have small hands, man, the first thing you think about is this man cannot grip the ball. He is going to be getting strip sacked for every day for his fucking life. Yeah. So you got Malik Willis, who is raw as anything. He should probably sit a year before he should start. So you got Kenny Pickett with small hands. You got Sam Howell, who only made two out of five free throws at the fucking interview. So I don't know what you want. <laughs> I don't know what you want out of these quarterbacks. But man, you better ride it out with Jalen for a year. Figure it out in 2023. Uh, but yeah, back to the receivers. Go ahead with your. Yeah, your sorry. Point. Uh. Yeah, so they need a receiver opposite of Devontae Smith. Now, I don't know, like, all of this can be very scheme-dependent, um, but obviously, like, all the guys you named off are very talented players. They bring, you know, different skill sets. I'm one of the people that thinks they need a true, like, outside guy opposite of Devontae Smith because I think mm-hmm. I don't... I think Devontae can just play everywhere. You want to put him in the right. slot. You want to move him around and play him outside. He's got to be the focal point, though, the bottom line. So right. whatever they do this offseason, and, and in order to do that, you need complementary pieces around him. And, you know, Juju Smith is a name that keeps getting brought back up. Apparently, the Eagles had interest last year. Yeah, Some say that boy. rumor got shot down. Well, what happened we, was, well, what happened last year with him was that the um, Juju's agent, uh, um contacted the eagles it wasn't like the other way around juju's agent contacted the eagles to try and gauge any interest um and they had a conversation and then juju ultimately decided to stay in pittsburgh for a year and then he got hurt you know that whole thing so it's not like the eagles were like i guess they were poking around 
But it wasn't like they were on the hunt for Juju. Juju's agent contacted the Eagles, and they had a conversation, and then they ultimately stayed in Pittsburgh. But there is a, there is mutual interest, if I had to guess. I'm not as intrigued uh, with Juju as other people yeah, may be. I will, I will say this, though. I know, like I just said, we need like an outside receiver opposite of Devontae. We kind of also need to solidify that slot wide receiver position, and Juju can be that tough catch guy in the middle of the field, uh, almost like a safety blanket that Jalen Hurts could definitely use, a young quarterback. Any quarterback loves a safety blanket, but his production has dipped ever since that dominant year he had two years ago. But well, that's what happens. It hasn't when, been the same that's since, what happens you know, when A.B. left. That's what I'm saying. When A.B. leaves, of course you're going to have a fucking decline when you're the number one receiver. Um, but Twitter tells me that Juju is the best WR2 option of the group. He's a really good complimentary piece. So like when you look at guys like Amari Cooper and OBJ and Allen Robinson, they are like WR ones. They are, well, not really so much OBJ anymore, but Amari and Amari doesn't want to be anything. We've uh, he's so talented. He's so talented, but like, you know, what doesn't sit well with me that one game when he literally pulled himself out, I didn't, it didn't sit well with me. Was that against the Eagles? Do you remember that? It was against the Eagles too, but that's why I don't want to, I'm a big character guy. Something I've really learned over the course of being a, a fan of sports, especially here in Philadelphia and making content is like, and people will say like, it doesn't matter. It matters. Like, and, and their mindsets, like just go get the talented player. I mean, Carson Wentz was on paper should be one of the most talented players in the NFL. I, I'm such a character guy, especially with this Eagles locker room. Like there's so much, there's so many good character guys in this locker room. And that thing that just didn't sit well with me with Amari Cooper, all that talent on that Dallas team that they had, on the field and they weren't able like they boy did they fall short of expectations and he deserves some of the blame by the way the fact that they're willing to cut him tells me all i need to know yeah and i know everybody is like oh my gosh you got to pounce and go after him i'm not saying don't do it but what i'm saying is there's some red flags that you guys are ignoring yeah well one was that he's a cowboy so that's the first thing people see is you can't do it remember miles austin and demarco murray and scandrick (laughs) and that and that but to your point that's a very good point because amari cooper was making 20 million a year don't forget, they handed him the five-year, $100 million contract. And then that same year, they drafted C.D. Lamb, thinking that we're going to have these two guys you know, for, for the long term while Dak Prescott hopefully uh, continues to grow. They're and willing to pay Michael, obviously, a combination of tagging. Well, Gallup's only Dalton making Schultz. $10 million. His new contract will only be but, $10 But million. what I'm saying is my mentality when I'm building a football team is give me the best. I'd rather have, I'd rather have like top-end guys than like multiple like solid players. So, mean? like, if I were running that team, I would rather pay Cooper than keep Schultz and Gallup, is what I'm telling you. I think you. so. Like, he, but the, 100%. Okay. Uh, yeah, but then, but then, like, Cooper obviously wasn't worth the $20 million a year contract. It's not that Cooper no, wasn't a good wide Nobody's going to pay him that. It was that he wasn't worth the contract that he wasn't, uh, that, that he had, you know, inked a couple of years ago. He has, obviously, he has four 1,000 yard plus seasons, four time Pro Bowler. Um, but in the final eight weeks of last season, he failed to have a single 100 yard game. Throughout the final eight weeks, that's not going to cut it when you need to, you know, make the postseason and make a deep run and not keep getting knocked out of of the playoffs, which they continuously do. Amari Cooper, also, yeah, like you, like you mentioned, like you mentioned, it's the it's the character thing too, and it's just he's just a cap casualty. You know, Dallas has a lot of people they need to bring back. They already tagged Dalton Schultz. They have to bring back Randy Gregory. They got a lot of people that they kind of need to bring back. And saving that kind of money with Amari Cooper when you already have Gallup and Ceedee Lamb here. That was he's he was just like the guy out. But like I said, he's going to have a long line of potential teams. Uh, it's going to be at least fifteen teams at the door the minute he is mm-hmm. the minute he is cut. So, um, but whether he's a fit in Philly, I'm not sure. People seem to like the idea of Juju being a WR two because he's the best complimentary piece. 
of the group. Allen Robinson, people kind of don't know what you're going to get from him. He's the best option talent-wise, but what are you really going to get from him? And then um, DJ Chark is my choice, and we've had conversations about DJ Chark. He is 6'4", like 200 pounds. The guy can get up. I know that he kind of declined. He had he was on fire the years that Minshew was there, yeah. um, but you know was on the decline. Got hurt in week four. Could probably get a one year deal. I think him and um, well, I thought Goblin was <laughs> if he didn't get tagged. Uh, but Chark is probably in line for a, a one year deal and how he is good for those to see how he feels on that yeah. angle. But I like him as a complimentary piece as well. As, uh, you know, fully healthy. You know, he has he has a few thousand yard seasons under his belt as well. If it's up to one of these guys, Stephen, who are you rolling with? I, I agree. DJ Chark's probably my first choice, although Allen Robinson would be a close yeah, second. I would not be upset he, with A-Rob, you know. He brings that physicality that you need, and everybody compares it to the Alshon Jeffrey thing. And, I mean, I, I see the similarities. They're similar possession wide receivers. Hey, hey, last time they signed a Bears wide receiver, good things happened. He's a red zone threat, too. I think this team, we have a lot of speed at the wide receiver position, but I feel like we lack in red zone threats, too, and possession guys, and I think that would be a nice get. DJ Chark, though, is very intriguing because I think he may be... It depends who you talk to. I feel like this receiver market, it's kind of interesting now with all these guys being available, but I think he may be uh, underlooked now just because of that injury and some bigger names uh, being available. And, uh, you know, what is he, 6'3", 6'4"? He can run, too. And he has good speed for 6'4". I'll tell you what, though. A lot of people sleep on Christian Kirk, and not a lot of people are big on him. And I'll tell you what, he was carrying that, uh, that, that Cardinals offense for a while. When when Hopkins wasn't in there, like he was an AJ, AJ he can Green. play slot, right? Oh uh, yeah, he's primarily a slot guy. Um, but he was that's a, interesting. Yeah, so he's and he's productive when given the ball, and he has had you know you don't hear about him a whole lot. Uh, but he he's I I would definitely take a good that's look at kinda, him. That's kind of that actually might scream. I don't I just don't. The, the bottom line here is I don't see how he's spending a lot of money at the wide receiver. They position. won't. They won't. I'll, I'll do chart for. I'll, I'll give a chart twelve million. If I had to, and that's spent, and and that okay, so that's the thing. That's a lot for Howie. I, I, that's the most I see Howie Roseman spent. Yes, how much I, was the one the year most... deal for Alshon when they signed him? How much was that? But that was like a big splash signing for his. Mm. For his, was it fifteen mil? I feel like or it was 14? more. Than, I feel like it was more than that. Really? Yeah, I feel like. But well, 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 but like you said, that was the big splash. That was like the big prize, you know, free agent wide receiver at the time, and you know how he. And to we win. had other positions addressed. Like I feel like the linebacker position was, I guess, addressed. Then we had we had safeties. Like like they might spend money on edge rush. Like you know what I'm saying. Like they may like they may spend like this may be a defensive offseason is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Oh, it, in the draft altogether, sure it will be in the draft. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Alshon signed a one year, fourteen million dollar deal. Um, back in uh, 2017. Okay. So yeah, around there. I, I could see Chark making like 12 million. Chark's younger too. Is, and he's younger, uh, yeah. I, I, that's when building this team. I think that's the direction they would prefer to go. Yeah, if we had to choose. Speaking of the draft, this would be the last thing before we wrapped up here. Stephen and I kind of zoned in on. You know, mm. we know we have three uh, top 20 picks, but I think we've we've kind of zoned zoned in. And I know there's been some reports about the Eagles. You know, um, potentially moving up for this guy. Uh, but we kind of zoned in our favorite defensive prospect, Michigan guy, David Ajabo. Steven's been yeah. zoned in on the film for this mm. guy. And, man, I know all the attention was on Aiden Hutchinson, you know, rightfully so. But David Ajabo, 11 sacks himself, five horse fumbles. This guy is speedy off the edge, man. Yes. He has some moves. He has some moves getting off the edge. How you feel about – obviously, you feel strong about it. But, man, if the Eagles can get that guy with the departure of Kerrigan, who, who probably is gone, I don't see them bringing back Derek Barnett. Both those guys are headed to free agency – 
Derek, uh, Brandon Graham is coming back off that Achilles, and at his age, you don't know how he's going to be next year. So David Ajabo seems like the right pick for them with one of those first-round picks. Yeah, and those rumors keep coming out. And, and this happens every year. This isn't me like patting myself on the back, but I've been really looking into this guy for a little bit now. And then the other day, you know, he he makes his uh, you know debut at the Combine, and everybody's losing their mind over him. And I'm getting notifications from like media outlets saying that teams are enamored by him and stuff like that. And I'm like, great. Every time I fall in love with a prospect, he seems to be out of reach. Mm. But uh, you know, I don't. I can't speak on the Eagles' interest for him. I mean, we'll see as hey, as we get closer it's to the draft. Rumored that the Eagles are, would potentially rumored by myself because I because I wrote it, but <laughs> that, <laughs> that the Eagles, um, if if he's within reach, the Eagles would move up to go grab a job. Can confirm. So the intriguing thing here is, uh, and I told you this, man. I told you this, and all the listeners, and I, I'm not saying I'm the only one to say this, but like. The Eagles value that position more mm-hmm. than most things on the field, the trenches on both sides of the ball, spe- mm-hmm. especially edge rushers. And the problem here is <clears throat> they used to just lack like rotational bodies, you know, now they lack starters, if we're being honest. And, uh, you know, the you, you look at this postseason, man, a lot of those upsets in the playoffs, we talked about Rodgers losing to the, to the Niners, the Cowboys uh, being upset by the Niners was due to the pass rush. And you look at these teams, they're just loaded with edge rushers, man. And not just that, they have upper echelon guys. Like, when you look at this defense as a whole, we have some quality players on it, but we lack youth and we lack explosion. And that's what a Jabo is, you know what I mean? He may be a little bit more uh, raw compared to, like, Aiden uh, Hutchinson and some of these other edge rushers, but I think, like, he can be refined and he can be one of the better uh, edge rushers in the NFL, you know, if if done correctly. And that's where... Oh, my God, yeah. Breaking news. Breaking news. Break, breaking news? Oh, breaking boy. news. 40 minutes into the pod. Here we go. Colts are trading QB Carson Wentz to Washington for a package of picks that is thought to include two third-rounders. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Wait, Carson is back in the NFC back East. Back in the NFC East. We got to see this dude twice a year. Yo, this is awesome. This is bad. That's two guaranteed wins right now. <laughs> 40 minutes into the pile. Oh, man. Bro. Carson Wentz is back in the NFC East. Carson Wentz to the commanders. If there was any team this I could see this guy going to if he departed from the Colts, it was the commanders, dude. It only makes sense. I mean, come on. The commanders. Washington made Carson a Wentz is a offer. commander. Washington made a serious offer to Seattle for Russell Wilson. It didn't work out for a number of reasons, including the fact they're in the same conference. Deshaun Watson was never a real possibility with the current PR situation. They landed on. They ultimately landed on Carson Wentz. McNabb all over again. Oh, like, oh that's Nab- good. That's a good point. Damn. Like, <sighs> that's a good point. Man. I don't know. What do you think he has? What do you think he's going to do for them? Is this a good move for them? Do you think? So let's take a big step back really quickly. So we got, what did we get for Carson last offseason? We got a first round pick and, and wait, 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 we got a, we a got first a, and a third. We got a, a conditional first round pick and a third that we, a third last year. So the Colts now recoup two thirds, two thirds for Carson. So they essentially traded a first and a third for two thirds, I guess. Hmm. They're a well-run organization. I'm not here to like, you know, shit on them or whatever, but this is interesting. I don't know. What do you think? It's uh, as far as the situation for Carson. How do you feel? Like they got a well, their defense is supposed to be good. Got some receivers over there. Rob, mm, Ron Rivera, I should say. Man, yeah, man. What I, a division, man. I, I, yeah. 
The NFC least is everybody. Are we the still NFC least just got a little worse. Got a little worse. Like, <laughs> man. I don't like. I don't know. Like, I'm not like. I mean, whatever. Can you we'll imagine three times, three, three teams in three years? That is, that is. That Back is, in the NFC East, man. Does he get booed in Philadelphia? I don't know. Well, nah, come on, man. You know. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's crazy that this happens on the day that the news came out that like Wentz was fucking mad as shit that he wasn't. Yeah, in. can you believe that? <laughs> Ooh. I'm telling you that it's like a perfect destination for him, though. Yeah, well, we thought that with the Colts, though, in the Midwest. No, 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 no but I mean, like, like in a joking way, because they're like, come on, Washington, what a dumb organization they are. Dumpster fire. Oh, same organization that doesn't even have good enough, uh, you know, gates to hold the fans in the stands. QBs are moving. The QBs are moving. It looks more and more like Jalen Hurts is staying put. Yo, crazy thing is, I I had the Colts versus Eagles marked on my calendar uh, this upcoming season because we were. I think they're on the schedule, but hey, yeah, we get now, Carson that, twice now. Yeah, yeah. And he's traveling. Well, remember to Philly, we thought I think, that when we, when Doug Peterson got hired, we were like, damn, Doug versus Wentz twice a year. He they don't even damn. he doesn't even survive fucking long enough for for that shit, man. This is his last chance though. If this ain't it, you are a career backup. Oh my gosh, yeah. Because Washington, Washington is Washington the place to Fitz, die, man. Taylor Heineke's like, fuck, man. I guess I'm not the guy anymore. <laughs> Fitz is out of there. And then obviously that I guess. Wait, 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 wait. Carson's going to be in a QB competition. Oh, we got QB comp. Heineke, Come on, man. Heineke and Carson Wentz, bro. Oh, man. You know I don't like know, that. though. Like, all jokes aside, you do like 27 to 7 is good, though. 20, what was it? 27. Yeah, he wasn't bad. He just fucking collapsed at the end of the year. Right. With the best running back in football against the inferior fucking Jacksonville Jaguars who lost Urban Meyer and yeah, I don't know how you even do that. But yeah, you had to, all you had to do is beat the Jags to make the playoffs. But hey, we'll Ugh, two automatic what a collapse. wins. We got two automatic wins next season. Let's go. What are the Colts? It. What are the Colts doing at quarterback? Oh yeah, what the fuck? Jacob Eason? <laughs> is that the Malik guy? Willis? Sam Ellinger? Mm. Is that the guy? Sam Ellinger? Did, did they tar- what pick do they have in the first? Uh, oh, they traded it. Uh, they traded it. They don't have a pick in the first round. Oh man. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but they didn't make the playoffs, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just willing to... Well, the pick ultimately... So, the Colts pick is what? 19th? Something like that. But what what I'm saying is, like, they didn't make the playoffs last season. Right. So, like, their their mindset is, like, I don't care. Let's just do what we got to do to get back. Washington is paying the full $28 million due to Carson Wentz this year, which includes a $5 million <laughs> roster bonus due next week. From now on, it is Commander Carson, which sounds about right for him. <laughs> Commander Carson, bro. Commander. Yeah. Oh, motherfucker. Appreciate y'all for listening to this. We always get some news, man. I wish this happened at the beginning. This is awesome. <laughs> but we'll clip it up. We'll clip it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, this will be a good thumbnail. When's YouTube reaction? Well, you're going to have to remember to go to the last, like, five to ten minutes yeah, of this no, podcast. We'll find we'll it. We'll find it. it. We'll find it. We got Dropbox now. You know, we are, we are technologically yeah. advanced. Appreciate y'all for tuning into the episode. Got some good news on this episode, breaking down some wide receivers and QB moves. Be sure to subscribe to the show, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, anywhere else you get your shows Follow it on YouTube. We're going to be clipping this up and getting it yep. up on YouTube as well. Uh, go play WWE 2K22 because that game is fun as hell. Me and Steven are, you know, dabbling in the... Uh, yo, we might be dabbling in the wrestling community a little bit. We got some we got some strong takes. If you hate on Roman Reigns, I, hey, <laughs> hey, that's on you. Got you a know new where pop- to find us. <laughs> we got uh, NFL Combine Roundup coming up this week. That was going to be today's episode, but, uh, you know, a lot of shit. Happened yesterday, so we had to go ahead and deal with that. Steven, let the people know where they can find you and all the shit that you're doing. Yes, sir. Steven Conrad Jr. on all social platforms, IG, uh, TikTok, Twitter. TikTok. Obviously, come on over to the YouTube IG page, Reels. as I always say. IG the, Reels. Uh, yeah, man. IG, IG Reels. IG Reels with Steven. <laughs> Je- usually, 
What's up? IG oh, Reels no, no, with no, Steven. No, no. Enough, man. This guy keeps pitching. We have <laughs> way too many ideas, but uh, seriously, come on over to the YouTube. The Liberty Line YouTube, as you know, is our big uh, Philly sports media outlet. Uh, all the visuals are there. So if you want to see the video form of this, which we put a lot of time and effort into, I know you guys are probably sitting into the car listening right now. Keep your eyes on the road, hands on the wheel. But when you get home, come on over to the uh, YouTube channel so you can see these beautiful DSLR faces. You can finally see the face behind my voice. Apparently, I look like Pat McAfee. So come oh. on over to YouTube and let me know if I look like Pat McAfee because I've been told that a lot of times. And I'll take it as a compliment, I uh, guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. He's Aaron Rodgers' right-hand man, confidant. So, yeah. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah, be sure to go follow Liberty Line. <laughs> The, the LibertyLine.com for coverage on all five Philly sports, Eagles, Sixers, Flyers, Phillies, Union. And we cover the wings now and recovering the stars if the season actually gets fucking started because they're actually amongst a lawsuit. Mm. They're in the middle of a lawsuit with the original USFL, so <laughs> this shit going to die. And the Phillies aren't even playing. Phillies aren't even joke. playing. Yeah, the fuck. Yeah, don't even know, man. Luckily, James Harden is a Sixer. And Thank we God. Are in the prime, we're God. in the prime part of the NFL offseason, so you know it's it's a good time it's to go be. time, man. A week away from NFL free agency. We're a month out from the draft. It's go time. Yep. It's go time. Okay. Appreciate y'all. Until the next one, we'll catch y'all from the Philly pub. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. From issuance, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.